0: This episode is brought to you by Objective Outcomes. If you're tired of fad diets, yo-yo dieting, and quick fixes that don't last, you should start a sustainable behavior-based personal training that is primed for lifelong changes to promote a healthier lifestyle. You can find us at ObjectiveOutcomesABA.com. Also, if you are seeking remote supervision and interested in the application of ABA in health, sports, and fitness, we offer supervision for unrestricted hours, monthly group supervision where you can meet others on the same track as you. You can find more at ObjectiveOutcomesABA.com. This is an ABA podcast
1: with two BAs and no no BS. BS.
0: This is Two BAs on a pod. I guess I'll start with my AO first. Should we just get into it? <laughs> yeah, let's just get into it. This let's get is- into it. Okay, welcome yeah, welcome back. It's just Ashley and I today.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna start with my AO because we were just talking about it. So Ashley and I believe that we can win Survivor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we do. Honestly, I was thinking when I texted you, I was like, imagine if we like got each other to the end and then we just split it, <laughs> right? Because I, I said that from the first time I watched it, I was like, I would fucking pair up with somebody and be like, let's split it,
0: right? I let's know, but the once final you get that, and let's split it. Once you get a million dollar check in your hand, people get real like malarkey. I know. like <laughs> it gets real. It gets yeah. real tempting to not split it, but no, I would never <laughs> do you. But I um. I, it's funny because I cannot stop watching the fucking show. It's like, we addicting. were just talking about how Ashley's like, oh, I can't imagine, like, having to wait a week. Like, I need a week because I'm, like, watching show after show. It's, like, <laughs> taking up my – whole like, yesterday – well, yesterday we went to um, – there was, like, a carnival oh. for, like, the 4th of July. So we went to, the, like, a carnival, and I spent time with my family, and it was fun. Um, and then we got home around, like, 4 p.m., my husband took a nap. My son took a nap. And I was just like stuck on, stuck watching Survivor. <laughs> I watched, I almost finished a whole season. Like that's like oh my god, six, seven hours of content. So I didn't go to sleep until like one o'clock because of this fucking season. I just, I, I fell asleep watching it. So I need to like rewind it. But the funny thing is, I already know who won because I was on Reddit and like just oh looking my at God. the comments. So I know who won, but it's still like even I know who won, I'm still like so interested in like you need the gameplay. How. Yeah. yeah, how they won? Because I'm like, she won, really? How did she win? Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could win Survivor.
1: <laughs> like Everybody's. What tactic would you take? That's what I was gonna ask. I feel like you were gonna go into that because I'm like. Where do you go? Like, do you be the snake or do you
0: just sit back and chill or like, like, what do you do? Well, you have to kind of, you have to make like big moves in order to win the money at the end. Right. So I feel like from all the seasons that I watched and this happened to me before, like a few years ago, I was addicted to Survivor as well. And I like knew I had to stop watching it because it was disrupting my sleep. So I took <laughs> like a like two year break and then Holy I saw shit. it on Netflix and I was like, Fuck. And then I got yeah. it back. I got it back on, um, Prime. But what I've noticed in all the seasons is like the winner is usually pretty like low key in the beginning, like before right. the merge. Like if you don't watch Survivor, I'm sorry, we'll be done with this conversation soon. Yeah, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a tribes. Like first you go into tribes and you make your little connections there. I feel like there you have to kind of like sneak your way past that and once you get into the merge and once it's like individual immunity then it's when you start like upping your um your games making moves so I feel like I would try to be um as low-key as possible until like the merge and then I would try to make my moves super low-key because once you start like saying like names out there and once you start calling shots people vote you out like you're the next one to go because you're seen as a threat so I I feel like As a behavior analyst, we can see things so objectively that we would be able to, like, operationally define, like, characteristics or, like, the type of people who won, like, what exactly their gameplay was. Develop, like, a bib. I don't know. I think. No, for sure. (laughs)
1: Because I noticed the same thing as you. I was, like, I feel like if it was me, I would at first, like, not be that good at the challenges. Not too bad, but not too good. Like, you want to be, like, medium mediocre and then kind of just like pretending to follow the alpha like oh yep. sure exactly. yeah like Until I trust you, take you them out. like I feel like you're gonna bring us to the end and like I'm willing to help you yeah and then that merge is where I feel like I would like want to be like better like and show like, you exactly. okay, know actually like fuck all of you I don't give I don't need anybody here yep but then still have like one person like one person that it might still be a little bit of an underdog that can be your alliance because they feel like you're going to carry their weight. But then like, you know, they're really not going to go anywhere because they want to keep those weaker people around, which sucks. I feel bad for the people that actually have the athletic ability and the, the mental ability when they have both of those. It sucks because you're like, fuck, you deserve it. But those yes. people don't win. I feel like they have to hide it. They have to hide that they have both.
0: Yep, exactly. And then you also need, like, a bigger threat to be, like, a shield. So you kind of want to keep, like, someone that's, like, quote-unquote better than you or louder than you, like, saying they're making these moves. So, like, they, there's kind of, like, your shield, and then you want someone, like, not as, like, tactical or strategic as you because that's the person you want to take to the end because when it comes right. to final three you want to you want to be the one that deserves the money so there's so much strategy right. and so much with gameplay that is so addicting to me i love human behavior i love like i love watching movies like this too like when you are um like post-apocalyptic like things like that right. where you see people like really like push to the edge and see how they kind of either are like community like let's do this together guys or they're just really selfish and like trying to just save their own ass so right this is like so that's my ao because i can't i'm not sleeping i literally (laughs) did not go on social media at all yesterday because of survivor not even because like well kind of because i'm over social media but also because like i can't do both i'm like locked into the show i'm like my i don't even know my phone was out like all day i'm like i need to watch this and i'm just so that's my right. AO. I'm going to finish this last season. And I'm going to take a break. I need to like self-monitor because I need to read. I have so many books I need to be reading right now. Um, I need to be like creating content. I didn't right. even read your fucking outline, Ashley, like for it's this okay. podcast. <laughs> it's ready. It's fine. Yeah. It's there. So it's been a major AO to do anything else because my whole fucking life is consumed of Survivor. Yeah. So that's, that's my AO. So my EO – Okay, so I've been um, – said it on the podcast before that I've been doing, like, powerlifting, lifting, yeah. which is fun and all. Like, I, I really enjoy this type of um, training because I, I never yeah. really did, like, leg day, um, back day, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's fun and everything to get stronger. But with the power program, I kind of um, took off all restrictions on, like, stepping on the scale, measuring in myself. Right, right, Worrying about, like, what I eat. <laughs> but it's been, like, a major EO to, like, eat bullshit uh, because Um, I don't have those rules and restrictions, and I don't like it. So I think yesterday, it could be the Mindless Survivor binge, but I also, like, (laughs) ate, like, six fucking cookies, which something I would never do normally when I'm, like, on my shit or just normally, honestly, when I have some type of, like, I mean, they're counting calories. Yeah, but, like, before, like, I would either be, like, counting my calories or counting my protein or, like, on the scale once a week, which I don't like to be obsessive about it. But I also think having some type of, I don't know, parameters to stick in is helpful, too. No, so I'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of in this, like, when you are having – when you do have, like, eating disorders,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: really don't think it ever truly – goes away you just get better right. at identifying triggers and identifying your own behaviors so i i think i just want to do like a 3 weeks of like a mini like just a deficit a cut just so i can like back off like the no rules no restriction which is leading me to binge eating right cuz right. i i can feel myself teetering on that line of like binge eating more and eating more right. like just junk food Um, So it's been just an EO to eat, like, whatever, which is stuff normal that I don't even like to eat because I don't feel good. Um, It's not because I have the fear of getting fat. Like, eating, like, six fucking cookies, like, I don't feel good after. It's just, like, mindless eating. And so that's been, like, um, I don't know, like, a a battle because I'm, like, like, people are like, no, you shouldn't have rules and restrictions. But at the same time, everyone's individual. And if you feel like you don't do well with no – parameters and you just you know yourself that you don't have that control to like not eat bullshit all day then maybe you should have some type of rules. I don't think right. it's bad to be um rule governed at all.
1: No, I don't either. I think people get like triggered by that, but I think when mm-hmm. you have when you have problems with food you need to identify that like you need rules because if right. you have a problem with anything you need rules just like if you were a drug addict like you can't just be like oh shit I'm not going to do cocaine anymore like cool whatever no you need to change right. your whole environment you need to change antecedents there's so many things that you need to change cuz I do really well with that too like I've been intermittent fasting I didn't do yeah, that well with it when I was today. on um when I was on vacation I one in Chicago I struggled cuz the time difference like they were they're an hour behind so even though like I was still like I was in that time zone, like in the morning, I felt like I was dying, but I held my fast. There was days I started it and ended it like an hour earlier, but I still stayed within the fast. But when we were in North Carolina, like I did wind up eating late one night because we went to a wedding and like they had salad there, but that was really it. So then I was like, okay, I ate like salad and potatoes. Like I have to eat again when we get back to right. our house because if I don't, like, I'm going to be fasting without the proper nutrients. So that fucked me up. But once I got back, I started fasting again. But that restriction in time, like I Mm -hmm. don't find myself overeating. Where before I took baseline data on my food intake and I was at like over 2,000 calories in a day. But I was like living basically a sedentary lifestyle in that exact moment because I was still teaching and stuff. I wasn't exercising. So like this is too many. I cannot be eating this many calories. No wonder why I'm gaining weight. Like, I'm not even yeah. eating bad, but I'm overeating. Mm-hmm. Um, and this exactly. has helped me a lot with not mm-hmm. overeating, and I've lost weight from it. And I, my goal right now is to lose weight. I am trying mm-hmm. to lose weight because I'm on, like, a runner's um, workout guide right now because I'm training mm-hmm. for a half marathon. So I expect to lose weight. I expect to lose a total of 20 pounds with what I'm doing. Right. So I have to kind of be stricter, but exactly. I am also kind of eating intuitively but I find it easier to do that within that time frame because mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't have the opportunity to even get hungry enough to overeat.
0: Exactly. But
1: people get so scared of restriction. It's, like, it's not yeah. bad. I feel like it, that's just a word, a taboo word.
0: Like That's what I was going to say today. Like, I, I just feel like people, like, are so quick to – Say, like, um, oh, if it's an like eating disorder to like count your calories, yes. or you have no. like some type of obsessive whatever if you are intermittent fasting. And it's like, I don't think that's true. I think everybody is different. Maybe right. um, intermittent fasting is triggering for an ex binge eater, ex anorexic, or something right, like right. that. But I think if you have been mindful enough and understanding like the function of why you're doing it, like also, my psoriasis um like my fucking eye right now right. is so swollen and it's like it's my psoriasis and it's because of the food that i'm eating
1: yeah 100% um, my,
0: my skin is cracking really bad and i it's not even cuz i'm ga- like gaining weight or whatever it's like my digestion like i'm bloated more mm-hmm. my skin is breaking out like my i'm feeling inflamed um right. and these are and these are things that are not even related to my weight it's just my right. my body's reaction to this Um, overly processed foods. So I think that's another thing you need to understand. Like, why are you doing – why are you implementing these rules? If I was, like, adding these rules because I am triggered by, like, me being over 140 and I feel, like, so like obsessed, like, over the scale, then maybe it wouldn't be a good idea. Right. So I I just think it really depends on the reason why and the purpose of you doing that before – like, another thing, too, is, like, the whole – food. so I was thinking either I wanted to do um, intermittent fasting – calorie counting or like just do like a whole foods type of diet because that's naturally gonna put me right. in a calorie deficit. Um, yeah. anytime I go whole foods it's it's really really easy for me to be in a deficit because right. it just cuts off like a lot of fucking options. And yeah. um, I've and heard the people fiber say, intake. hmm Yeah fiber and you're mostly you're gonna be in your protein well especially me because I'm um I eat meat. So when I like my center my food around me, I get so full so quickly. Right. Um right. People are like, oh, if you do, uh, you know, you promote whole food. It's like privilege. Like you're, you can, you're a privileged no, thing to it's do. Not. I'm and sorry, I think it's that not. too, exactly. <laughs> like, no, okay. I, I don't think it's that hard to go and just buy some fucking meat and some broccoli. Like, I don't understand why that's a privilege. Um no. Even on, like, people that live – I lived in the fucking ghetto. We had supermarkets in the ghetto. It wasn't like we were lacking supermarkets where we could go buy some chicken thighs, four bucks, and some broccoli, like, a dollar. Like, I don't understand why that this is, like, it's a privilege to eat whole foods. I understand the idea of, like, living in a food desert, which is, like, you don't have much options around you. I understand that because I live – where I have a bunch of vegan places, a bunch of Whole Foods organic. Right, like I can right. walk up the street and there's like a fucking plant power next to me. There's right. a grain cafe next to me. There's Whole Foods down the street. There's traders. So I understand like the differences in the, right. the accessibility. I understand there is privilege to that, but I don't understand when people say there is privilege and eating only Whole Foods because I've also lived in the ghetto where I could go and get some meat. I could go and get some potatoes. Right. And I, I could eat Whole Foods. It wouldn't be maybe as easy or maybe as, I don't know, like I can't quickly go get a Whole Foods meal at the, the Whole food store. So I can right. understand there's some difference, but I don't think there's like inherent privilege in eating Whole Foods, especially because no. this is how we evolved.
1: I don't either. I think it's just harder because it's one you don't cook that way. You didn't learn to cook that way. Your parents didn't cook that way. Yeah, for you. it's more of a so culture. So it's harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not impossible.
0: Yeah, it's I, not. yeah. Like
1: you're you're lying to yourself if you say that you just don't. I, want I guess to we, should, we should we
0: should phrase it and we should say like maybe there is a privilege of because accessibility and like knowledge privilege, but it's not right, impossible. Right. It's not impossible. Right, especially to do. today,
1: you could Google yeah. anything. And I'm yeah, sorry, food stamps cover broccoli. Like, you can get yeah. McDonald's Happy Meals. You can fucking buy vegetables. <laughs> like, you
0: that's, know what I mean? <laughs> that's the <laughs> like, thing. Like, come on. Like, exactly. People who are in, like, these impoverished areas, I understand there are, like, so many fast food on each corner. Because, like I said, I lived in these areas. And there's, like, a yeah, sure. like, jack-in-the-box. And yeah. it's all, like, right there. So I understand, like, you have your, your, like, response effort to just go get a fucking jack-in-the-box meal. Um right. Or you can go to the fucking – um North, we have like Al um, Superior or Northgate or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Our little our little stores in the, in the hood, but it's not gonna <laughs> be. Yeah, it's not Trader Joe's. It's not, you know, Ralph's or whatever. But you could still do it. So I don't think it's like a. Yeah, it's a super privileged mes- message, and I also think it's a little bit condescending to be like, oh, you can't eat Whole Foods because you know of your like social economic status. Like I shouldn't even. um introduce you to this message because i'm going to come up as privileged like no i think everybody should hear the message that if you eat whole foods you will not no longer have these cravings for junk food there's science to right it. there's actual there science to eating ultra processed food you are more likely to over consume at least 500 calories a day they did a really good right. controlled study on this where where one group, they, the same amount of calories and the other group had the same, like the same amount of calories available, but the overly processed group, they overconsumed. And so if you just think about a bag of fucking chips, which is probably five potatoes, you can eat the whole bag of chips in one sitting, but are you going to eat five fucking potatoes? Probably not. (laughs) So it's like, so I, I just like, that's my, my rant, but I, now that I'm saying, it, I think I'm gonna, gonna just do Whole Foods. I think that's like the one of the easier ways for me to not feel yeah. restricted, but also um, one it's good for my gut, it's good for my body, and two, it's gonna help me um, be in a deficit because I just I don't have that tendency to eat fucking junk.
1: No, for sure. No, I agree. That's so good. That's I love game. eating Whole Foods. I that's my mainly my diet. Yeah, um, and I. I feel the best I've ever felt being vegan, but I like, I know it's not for everybody, but I, I genuinely like, I really couldn't, I had a, an iron processing issue, which I say had because I recently had blood work done and I don't have it anymore. And yeah. I had it for so long. Like I, they wanted to send me to like a, like a cancer, a blood cancer specialist. Oh wow. Um, and it was like really scary. I was like 19. I was like, what the fuck? Um, right. I didn't have cancer, but they were like, Oh, you can't really eat red meat anymore. So I hadn't been eating red meat for so long. And every time I would eat it, I would feel like shit. Right. Um. And even though I still wasn't eating red meat, I still had that iron processing issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as bad. But then once now that I'm vegan, I don't have it anymore. So I think for my body type and things that are wrong with exactly. me, um, it works for me. But I do think a big part of it is that I am eating all whole foods almost yeah. all of the time. Like 90 to 95% of my diet is fruits, vegetables, legumes, like beans. I do eat soy um, because – like I'm fucking vegan. That. Who doesn't? Yeah. Like I, but I do get whole proteins from um, combinations of other vegetables and grains, which I'm I'm starting to learn more about now because I didn't know, um, mm-hmm. like how to pair those things. But I was already eating that way, just like unintentionally. So like it's like it is doable. But I do think if you don't want to be vegan, like my boyfriend is a perfect example. He used to mm-hmm. never eat vegetables because he's from Venezuela and they don't cook that. They make yuca potato rice. Beans and a meat starts, and that, yeah. that's mm-hmm. it. And I was like, dude, like you can't not eat vegetables. Yeah. Like, that's bad you need that for you. You need yeah, that and fiber. Yeah, now he does. And he's like, I can't believe I know I wasn't eating them before. And yes. it's like, it's just, I think it's a cultural thing. It's not just yeah, for being sure. from Latin or Central America either. I grew up Italian. I ate bread, pasta, pasta meatballs yeah. and more bread like my right. whole life I had a high carb diet I'm a I yep. love carbs and it's because of that um so it's not just being from like being black or being hispanic like it could be any culture that you yeah, just for you, sure you get used to eating a certain way so then when you're an adult and you want to eat different it's just it's weird but it's not impossible yeah,
0: you don't have that taste like that um right that acquired taste already for like this type of food so exactly now that i'm like okay i'm for sure i'm doing this i'm gonna go to whole foods right now (laughs) i feel like i
1: want to do an episode about food now like i know and eating yeah for sure that's not this episode (laughs) episode.
0: no yeah i really think like this this is gonna help me like get out of this like yeah, this feeling of like, oh, just one bite of pastry, and then it's like another pastry, and then it's like a yeah. cookie, and it's like this bullshit that I normally wouldn't eat, but because I took off all these restrictions, because I'm trying to be focused on my gains, right? It's it's kind of taking me to another place that I don't want to be, and it's affected me in other ways than just gaining weight. It's more than that. It's the way my body feels. So right, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going to Whole Foods. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Thanks for working this with me. Working do this with You're me. welcome.
1: That's interesting that's your EO, though, because it's like a negative EO, but it is still an EO because it's EO an to EO to e- your bullshit. eating. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It is. So EOs can be negative just like AOs sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, AOs could be positive. Like an AO exactly. to just not drink, like this is going to be an AO to not drink whiskey. Because it's not natural. It's not not whole foods. And it's like all these things pair together. And I've been drinking more whiskey. Which I also, I have to, it's okay to fucking govern yourself, guys. It's okay to have some personal agency and tell yourself, no, you cannot do this because of these other goals. Like, I feel like the culture, the society that we're in is like. It's okay if you want to do it, just do it. And like, no, like I'm gonna, no. this is gonna be a major EO for me drinking because it's right. not whole food. So, yeah,
1: for That's sure. Positive. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> my AO is um, social media. Like, I just hate yeah, it. I feel it. And it, it makes yeah. me. Um, which okay, so let's let me be more specific. Like, obviously, I have. Uh, I created my Instagram at first. Actually, it was because of. Um, this Stand With Sophie movement, which was, like, over, almost over two years ago now, but it was this Oh, I had no girl. idea. Yeah. It was... Do you know about it? No. Okay, so it was this little girl. She, um... Had an abusive mother. Her mother was actually like having her boyfriend like have sex with her. His friends had. It was like (gasps) awful. But the mother had full custody of her, obviously. And the dad was trying. The dad and his I think girlfriend or wife were trying to fight for it. So everybody like there was videos going viral of her like. Yeah crying not wanting to go with him and there was like I signed a bunch of petitions this was like the first time I ever like actually got involved in something and I just I remember like I could not sleep at night I was like watching this and watching this and I was like what the fuck like how do we give so much power to mothers and as someone who like had an abusive mother like I I whatever so anyway I made my Instagram because I was like so tired of just being on my Instagram where I had like all these people from high school that were like yeah. fucking in and out of jail, like drug dealers, fucking making only fans. Like literally, I'm not even saying that as a no. joke, like dead ass no girl. Yeah. And, um, Same. I was like a new <laughs> RBT. I had just, yeah, I had just started grad school and I was like, what am I doing on? Like, if I'm going to have a social media presence, like why don't I just have something where I can at least like do something positive and like meet people right. that are doing what I'm doing. Like no one mm-hmm. in my hometown that I know from school is like doing anything. Unless they're in the military or they became like police officers. Like that's it. Right. So, and I didn't even talk to those people. So um, that's how I made my Instagram and I started it with posts about like stand with Sophie. I was posting on my Facebook, but then that like the dad wound up getting custody of her. And oh, I, I honestly haven't, I don't know what's going on with her now. I hope she's okay. But um, oh, like, so, so then I started posting stuff about being an RBT and I just loved it. I loved the connection I was making and it was never intended to make a business. Like that was never like the intention right. of my Instagram until I met Behavior Witch, which is Mercy. And she kind of like, was like, oh, why are you not making a business out of this? Like, you could eventually be a remote supervisor. Like, she, like, was opening all these, like, ideas to me. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Like, why not? Like, why wouldn't I do that? I have more followers than her. Um, Like, I had double of hers. And she had a business going on. And she was successful with it. I was like, if she doesn't even have as many followers as me and she's doing it, like, why wouldn't I do it? Right. And But I don't think... I ever, like, really wanted that. So now I just find myself so unhappy on there. Like, I'm happy with the podcast. I definitely want to be a remote supervisor. I know that, like, people, Mm -hmm. if you are listening and you follow me, you're probably like, oh, my God, no, because I told her I wanted her to be my remote supervisor (laughs) when she can, and now she doesn't want to. Like, no, I definitely do want to do that. But I don't want my business to be my Instagram, and I don't want the only place my business can live online. And it just makes me not want to, like – I don't want to, like – I've been posting here and there, but like, it's never consistent because I just don't want to. It's such an AO Mm -hmm. for me because I feel like such a fake. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't want to be an influencer. I never wanted Mm -hmm. to be. I have brands DM me all the time with gym clothes and jewelry and Fucking right. coffee and vegan supplements and non vegan supplements, and oh, we can mm-hmm. just say it's vegan. Like, literally, it's ridiculous. Oh and God. I'm not anybody. I'm not anyone. Like, I literally don't even have 2,000 followers. So I can't imagine, like, these people. Now I understand why they are influencers. If they have 10, 15,000 followers, they're probably getting right. hella money. To me, I'm just getting offered to get sent free shit and promote it right. and get a discount code. But I'm like, I'm nobody. Like, I don't want to do right. that. So I never say yes. But it's just like, oh, I hate it. So like that's just like an AO for me to like be um, present on my Instagram anymore when like what I wanted to do was educate and advocate. Mm -hmm. That was the reason I made that Instagram and I'm not doing that anymore. I feel like when I go on Instagram, I'm like selling something or like, oh, I want you to like like me so that in the future when I have this product or I have this service, like you'll take it or you'll want to consume it. And I don't want to be that. Like that's not why I made that. So I'm trying to figure out how to like fix that presence on there yeah. and like change my whole Instagram. Um, so that's my ao with with social media. Is <laughs> that yeah?
0: Before you go yeah. into eo, like I I totally feel fill it, but like I came differently. Like I started like I happy that I made a different Instagram from my personal account because those people mm-hmm. on my personal account don't don't need to be on my my objective welcomes right. account. Like you, right? Don't, it's not about the followers. It's about who is in your like community. Like I'm 100%. so happy for the people that I found, like you. Like I'm so happy right. for the people that I found in my in my tribe. Like that really I really do feel like some of my good friends are through this Instagram account that I made too. because we have these connections and we have this like commonalities. Like I, I really do appreciate that from social media. But I I totally understand like that fakeness and like almost like yeah. cringiness sometimes of like having to do the reels or having to make like certain like content trying to spread my message right. and it's just like it's exhausting and draining when that's not what you want to do but it's like the way of the world now like if right. i were to go just get like some a space and try to like have people come into my office and just talk whatever and do my health right thing, it's like that might not be as um convenient or like People are not thinking that way anymore. Like, oh, right. we, this could just be a Zoom meeting. Why do I need to come to your office and waste gas? So it's like right. it's just a different business model. So I understand like the a o of it, but it's like almost like we have to do it. Like I know to grow a business, which fucking sucks. Right. Like I tr- I'm trying my hardest to be in my community, um, like posting flyers and like on the way to the park and like trying to talk to right. people, but it just seems like that the easiest way to go about it is to be on social media and get your audience right. that way. So it, it it's sucks. just like this, I don't know, it's conundrum.
1: Yeah, no, for so. sure. Um, and then my EO is, um, oh, you know what? I have one. So I met with my supervisor in person the other day before I had a, a session and she sent me this fucking great Facebook group for studying called like ABA study group. It's like I should have known nice. about it before that, but whatever. It's but like the, they have the like, most common name. <laughs> I know. But she's like she was in it when she was studying, which was six oh, wow. years ago. So it's been out for a while. Like she's but she's like I never like left the group. It like always still comes up on my feed. Mm-hmm. And um They just have so many good free resources. So if you're studying for the exam, you do have to have like an RBT or BCABA or BCBA ID number to join it. Like they don't, Uh you have to like enter it. So they like verify that you are like like, credentialed and they'll like let you in. Because I feel like then they'd have like, they only have like 50,000 people, which that's a lot, but it's not like millions or, you know. Right. So they make sure that you're like actually studying for the exam. Um, but they good. have so many free resources, like the most beautiful mock. I'm take I'm gonna take it tomorrow, um, because it's just so nice. Like the, it's literally the exact amount of questions as the test. The breakdown is the same. The number of like right. ethics questions, concepts, and whatever, all of that is like the same. And then at the end, like they give you like it looks like a VB Mac tracker where you like highlight what they've mastered so you can like highlight which one it says like highlight the ones you got right whatever color and then the ones you got wrong and you can obviously do whatever colors you want and then you can like really go through and like see which ones you got wrong so I'm actually gonna post about it because I'm gonna like I want people to take it this week and then maybe next weekend we can meet and like talk about it if you took it so I'm gonna post it on my Instagram like today or tomorrow um but that is my EO because it just gave me so many resources and she was just giving me tips and tricks that she did when she studied. So I'm mm-hmm. starting studying again this week because um, I did take off like when I went on vacation and I right. haven't started since I got back. But this week I'm going to start again and I'm just like it's an EO for me because I just have different resources in like a different way. I'm going to try to New do stimuli. it. New stimuli. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to – I still have access to the study notes, ABA, Um, thing is like when yeah when you buy the full package like you get access to it for like 90 days or something like that so I do still have but I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna use it I I have it there so like maybe I will but I'm thinking like maybe I should just try something completely different this time and not use that maybe for certain concepts that I feel like I need a lecture on because that's the if you're gonna do it I just want you to know that it's like sitting in a class like it's like lecture style like if you feel you need a lecture for everything it's great if you don't feel mm-hmm. like you need that. Um, don't. I hope they don't listen and cancel me for saying this. But if you don't feel like you need a lecture on like ABA, like you got right. in your grad program, you don't need that. Like I think it's different learning styles strategy. Yes, it's more
0: learning style. It's more like for what sure. is your sticking point? That and I think what is that's, your weakness? What's your weakness? Yeah, what? Where are you? Like, where do you feel like you need the help? right and kind of go from there figure it out
1: right cuz right now i feel like i need test strategy help i don't need like content content right Internet. if you need content mm-hmm. they are amazing the and i i probably did i learned a lot like i did learn like i didn't not learn anything i'm not like a fucking i'm not cooper like i didn't write the book <laughs> right right but like i um like I definitely like I'm actually going with like local ab uh like local abas local ABA. Called? yeah Marissa local Marissa I'm go I bought her mocks her mini mocks and a little thing and I'm I'm probably gonna book a session a couple sessions with her because I feel like that's mm-hmm. what I need um so, right yeah that's my EO. <laughs> I think
0: I think that's a good point like just as consumers because I did the collective right. I fucking loved it um, right but I loved it because. I like to meet people, so I stayed right. like because I'm PST. So Ashley right. is EST. So by the time they ended session or like their lecture, you were already off going to bed. I stayed yeah. on, and I was able to talk to Casey and leah and talk to whoever because right. they stay on. They do like a no, they like, do Q and A. Q&A. Yeah, so I got to meet people like. Like, Gabby, I met her through that, and she was, like, my friend throughout the whole time. We went through the collective, and, like, we remained friends after. We took the test, like, one day apart, so I was able to, like, make, like, a friendship and, like, talk to people. So I like the interactiveness at the end of the lecture. So that's something that like, an EO for me to stay through the whole lecture because I get to talk to them and ask questions and – for I'm just sure. that type of person, though. I I like to, like, bounce off of people. And, like, we met separately, like, on Zoom. Yeah. With a few o- other of us that um, took the exam closely together. So that's why I think my experience was different is because of our time zone.
1: Right. No, I think so, too. Because especially with at the time, I was still – teaching and working as an RBT Mm -hmm. and I had that it was like starting class all over again I was like it is almost 10 o'clock like I have to be up at five like I can't I I can't so I think that is a a huge thing too like I just I worked a lot I don't regret it because I needed the money but I I didn't have like any time for myself or to really study properly I worked up until a week I had one full week where I didn't have anything to do to study that mm-hmm. is not enough. Like, I I don't think I gave myself enough time. So give yourself time. Like, don't kill yourself. Don't, I get it, yeah. though. It's stressful. Like, we don't make a lot of money as RBTs. Trust me. The fact that I didn't pass the test, that is, like, my number one thing. I'm like, I'm still – I got a raise, but I'm like, fuck that. Like, this is, like, ridiculous. Like, I need right. to make money.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I get
1: it. But take the time. It's worth it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's see our – Controversial you st- Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I did that one. I thought you would think it was
1: funny. I was like, this is, is hilarious. Okay. But I think it's like- something to talk about. Like it's it
0: I agree. So that's why I think it's funny. Cause like I know okay. that it
1: got heat. Okay, let's say
0: it. Let's say okay. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You have <laughs> to surround yourself with people that want to work. Kim Kardashian, the fucking hardest worker in the world.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's so hard to take a dick on camera, isn't it? I'm just kidding. No, okay. I, no, but- I I
0: like the statement, but I think it is controversial because it comes from fucking Kim K. No, who, I know. Well, and the thing is, too, a lot of people, Um, it's called the iceberg effect where you just see the, like, the success on the top. But you don't really see the grind, which, okay, Kim Kardashian, she comes from clearly a wealthy family. So her no, for grind, sure. Her grind probably wasn't, like – um. I don't know. Who, let's think of someone who's been like from the bottom. Any fucking rapper that comes from the, <laughs> that comes from yeah. nothing that you know like okay, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey is a great guy
1: Oh, beautiful. She, yes.
0: She she comes from humble very, beginnings. Very humble beginnings and she's like uh I th- is she still the richest Black woman in the world? I think so. I think yeah. right. Yeah? yeah. So she she comes from very humble beginnings. Her grind is Incomparable compared to Kim K because obviously she comes from like right. the same argument with Trump, right? He was like right, right, right. a million dollars. But still, a lot of people don't do – what if they had that same access to that money and that um, connections, they still would not do what Kim Kardashian has done. What no, 100%. Have, what Trump has done, which is controversial right, right. fucking Trump. But I believe that even if – No, business-wise be, though – Business-wise, like (laughs) if you were gifted a million dollars, you still would not be at that same caliber as these people who fucking grind. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that is important to be said because yes, people have privileges. Yes, people have connections and money. But a lazy person or a person without drive would not, they would be broke or they would be stagnant. Um, There's a bunch of wealthy people, wealthy kids that end up to be addicts or, right. um, you know, it's true waiting for that inheritance or in a lot of these true crime cases, killing the parents to get the inheritance so they don't have to work. <laughs> so yes. like, so I think with that statement, it seems like nobody wants to work these days is kind of true because people are like, it's like social media economy. People yeah. think that they can just go and do these fucking TikTok dances and just get fame. Like, you need to grind like the Paul, the Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Um, yeah, they're fucking YouTubers, but th- business wise, they're so brilliant brilliant. These are the, the the fights that they're hosting, the people they're calling out. Um, they're just brilliant business minds. So you can't That's- just go on TikTok and do a dance and expect to be fucking Logan Paul.
1: You just got a contract with WWE. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that is yeah, no, I agree. And that's why I picked this because I when when she when I first saw the video of it, I didn't see it as a meme. I saw like a like it was just like a show showing her interview. And mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, she's right. Like I I agreed with her 110%. I was like, she is fucking right, nobody wants to work hard. And again, like in our last episode, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but it's like, I'm not going to say that being on social media is not hard, especially I was just talking about it right before that I'm not very happy with it, but will I compare somebody to having a million followers doing brand deals to someone who went through medical school or became a BCBA or went to law school? Or has a graduate degree and has put in time and effort has came from the like, from the fucking slums has came from parents with fucking addiction problems and abuse in the home. Absolutely not. I won't. I don't give a fuck. I and I'm not sorry for saying that because as two people with education, and putting in that hard work like Mm -hmm. and coming from a lot of trauma. We know that wasn't easy and I don't think that's the same as just being present on social media and getting a discount code and getting commission for selling something that you didn't even create yourself. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, but I think that people like I see it with this generation as like a teacher. Like, so many kids are just like, Oh, yeah, like, well, I'm I have a million followers on TikTok. I'm like, First of all, you're in eighth grade, like, that's dangerous. You have a million
0: people following right. you on TikTok, like,
1: that right. is not okay. But I'm like, But what is that gonna do for you? And they're like, Oh, well, you'll make money. Like, everybody's just so money driven. It's like, Yeah, money is important. We should be making mm-hmm. generational wealth at any chance that mm-hmm. we can, but like, you should be putting passion behind your projects like don't just do shit because like you're making only fans you're doing all these things that aren't as hard but you're bringing Mm -hmm. in more money but it's like that's not work to me like I don't think that's working hard and then who you surround yourself with is who you are I don't have many friends yeah and it's because of that because I Mm -hmm. don't have people in my circle that I've met in person Mm -hmm. who are at my level and I'm not like i'm not i'm not i am not do not have a superiority complex but i am very right. aware of what i've achieved and what i plan to achieve and how i'm working to get there i have i'm very aware of my self-respect it's very mm-hmm. hard to, especially as women these days to find mm-hmm. women who can like aren't just opening their legs for everybody and like making mm-hmm. money off of it or not making money off of it and just like fucking getting drunk every weekend and going out right. to the club and working at the bank like I'm not about that life. So you right, have to surround right. yourself with people who are at your level to be able to keep progressing. The more negative people yep. you surround yourself with, you're going to see yourself falling. And yep. so I agree with what she said. But then it became a meme and it was funny. So I knew it was controversial.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about – there's two things I want to say. But the thing about the um, the influencers and the brand and the million followers, a lot of it's just smoke and mirrors. A lot of it's fake. Um, right. they, they may have this facade that they're making all this money or that they're doing all this like awesome stuff with their lives, but um, most of the influencers are not making that much money. Uh, they right. they might have to have a regular jobs that they just don't talk about. So I mm-hmm. think that too is something it's, it's really easy to put on a show and pretend like you're living this good life when you're really not. So yeah. I, I think that's one thing. And then um, the, the thing about surrounding yourself around people that um, are at your level, but are better than your level is needed because yeah. I, I did cu- I cut off a lot of my old friends I don't talk to anymore because right I just feel like they are bringing you down like they're bringing who your morals your values and it's like if they're partying every weekend and you're trying to study you guys are not going to be on the same same schedule no. it's not going to work so I think it's really they say that you are the the combination of the five people you spend your most time with and let's say you don't have five people that you spend time with and Listen to leaders, listen to um, different podcasts or read books, spend time Mm -hmm. in a book, spend time with fucking Russ Harris, this book that I'm reading. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like you don't have to um, feel like you need to find these business owners or these entrepreneurs, but you can also spend your time wisely and that is going to be who you are. So yeah, I, I totally agree. People think there's an easy way out because of social media and because of, you know, these different avenues that people are taking. I just seen this freaking video of Cardi B, which is funny because (laughs) Alan talks about her and they asked her, um, does money make you happy? And her answer was yes and no. She said, yes, it makes me happy because I can provide for my family and I can, I have access to whatever I want. But she also said no because the way she got her money. So she doesn't, people are in the comments like, oh, she sold, she sold her soul, which is like, Maybe, Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, not, like, literally selling her soul to the devil, but you sell your soul when you're, like, pretending to be this, like, sex icon or you're pretending to be this ratchet. Maybe she's not anymore. Maybe she evolved. And I know she was a stripper at one point. And you can be a stripper and then not want to be a stripper and have totally different morals and values down the roads. So maybe she's like, I don't like that. I am having to play this person that I no longer am. And... Because she's a mom now too, she can evolved and there's so many yeah, things to a person. Sure. So she's saying that it doesn't make her happy in that sense and the way she got her money. So I think that's also a powerful statement. Like you right. need to have pride of how you make your money, and you need to have self respect and self worth on the way to the top because yeah. that money is not the. I think the money is not the prize. I think it's the lessons and the values that took you the, that way to the money. Like all of the strategy and all of the um, smart decisions you made, all of the planning that you made. Those skills are going to take you all the way to the to your grave. Yeah. So I true. think that's where the real value is at. So we, I guess we we're talking about imposter syndrome. Yes. Oh my God, your outline's so beautiful. This is because
1: I like studied English literature. I wrote for so long that I feel like I have
0: to write
1: this way for everything that I do and everything like it's bad, but I can't like see it unless I write it out like
0: this. So right. I love it. I, I think this is a good uh, topic for us. uh, Imposter syndrome, because I think we both battle with it. Um, Yeah. I, I know I battle with imposter syndrome because of, where I came from, like... Me too. Thinking, like, you know, like, coming from, like, we talk about all the time who our parents are, like, what our life was before, and believing that we're not worthy of having, like, a leadership role or worthy of having our own business or worthy of someone buying my services. It's because of... I didn't come from the same, like, mom, dad, and, like, the fucking white picket fence. So you have that type of idea of yourself that you're not worthy because they had more than you or they have this loving family or they have you know they have so much more backing in reinforcement than I have. Like I can't just go to my parents if I fuck shit up. That's always been my thing. Like since I've been on my own since I was 16 years old. Right. Every apartment that I had, I had to pay that rent. I had to like, you know, live but a lot of kids didn't have that. Like, they were able to fuck off their money and not pay rent get evicted and go back to mom and dad's. Right. So it's like I don't have that backing, that reinforcement. So it does give you some type of complex, which I I really think – you said you don't have a superiority complex. I really feel like I have that inf- inferiority complex because inferiority. I – Inferiority. Yeah, inferiority because I feel like I – the inferiority complex basically means that you see yourself less than, so you overcompensate on, like, other oh, aspects okay. of your life. So I think, like, I learned that in um, theories of personality in undergrad. I'm like, oh, that's me. I have <laughs> inferiority me. complex. Um, and the one example they gave, like, oh, if you were um, fat as a child or, like, overweight as a child and then now you're, like, a fitness fanatic, that the example of inferiority complex, oh, you're okay. overcompensating as an adult – which is something I see myself doing now. I overcompensate in the achievements, in the recognition. And I've always done that, like, with my teachers. Like, I've always been, like, the quote-unquote t- teacher pet, like, in elementary yeah, I school. I was, too. Like, I always tried to, like, in, in, like, groups. Like, whenever we're ever, like, like, oh, we're going to do, like, this project in a group. I'm always, like, okay, I'll I'll be the note taker. Or, I'll like, I'll take this yeah. on. Like, you know, like, I'll do – I'll overcompensate. So – I am given that, like, oh, she's smart, so we can trust her on this because I feel like just being me as as is isn't enough.
1: No, that makes sense. But I feel like I was the same, but it was for, like, control. Like, I Mm -hmm. have to have, like, control of, like, the situation or of, like Mm – what like I need to know what time we're doing things when things like if a time changes and I already have planned my day like I that like ruins my day yeah I I was like that that, but not to overcompensate it was like to be in control because at Mm -hmm. home I was in control like even though I had my parents there like You know how many times it was like, oh, let's ask Ashley. Like, like did you ask your sister? Like, you know, and or I just controlled the environment so much for my siblings that like I feel like I have to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, does that mean I'm like superior? Do I have a superiority comp? Maybe I do have one, and I just don't realize it. I don't know what the actual definition is. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I'm like inherently better than people, but I think I do things on purpose to like put myself apart. So maybe that is. Because I, know, my, I feel that. like for me, my imposter syndrome, which I have a, the definition, I'll like say what the American yeah. Psychological Association says. So it imposter phenomenon occurs among high achievers who are unable to internalize and accept their success. They often attribute their accomplishments to luck rather than to ability and fear that others will eventually unmask them as fraud. Though the imposter phenomenon isn't an official diagnosis listed in the DSM, psychologists and other acknowledge that it is a very real and specific form of intellectual self-doubt. Imposter Mm -hmm. feelings are generally accompanied by anxiety and often depression. So, like, I Mm -hmm. don't think that my, like, everything happens to me because of luck, but I do have, like, intellectual self-doubt because, like, I am. Right. I say it all the time that I am not smart. Like, I don't have the genetics Or the, like, I, my parents were not smart people, like, book smart. And, like, I that came to me. God knows what my mother put in her body while she was pregnant with me. Like, I'm lucky I don't have, like, a literal, like, genetic problem. But, um... Like, I, uh, like, I'm like i not smart, so I had to, like, work because I never wanted to look dumb. I would get really mm-hmm. embarrassed when I would get called on in math class and, like, I didn't know anything because mm-hmm. I was really, really bad at math. Um, so I would, like, just do anything I could to get good grades because I was, like, I want to be better than my family. And then I would, exactly. like – people I remember when I was young like I used to want to be a doctor that was like my first aspiration I wanted to be a surgeon and I would like tell people when I was like 10 11 12 years old and people in my family like my grandma my aunts my uncles my parents friends and they would be like wow really and they would like look at my parents and be like your daughter wants to be a doctor like right what happened there and I'm like so then I was like ew, like I fucking hate that. But now I like love when people get surprised by things in me, like whether it is that I have tattoos or that I have a master's degree or like what I do or when I talk about a topic and I sound intellectual, like people get shocked. And I love that because I'm like, oh, you didn't expect that from me. But it's like, I think that's where my imposter syndrome comes from because so many people were, like, shocked that I didn't want to just be a piece of shit. And it's, like, how do you Mm -hmm. look at a 10-year-old and, like, show surprise in the fact that they have a dream or an aspiration? Like, it was never expected of me Mm -hmm. even though no one in my, like, extended family even really knew how bad my home life was. Like, no one really knew. Mm -hmm. so that was another thing too that I always had to have like a facade on that like things weren't that bad when really they were terrible but at the end of the day they knew my parents were not like they thought they were incapable of having successful children and to me that was like what the fuck like how dare you like watch what I'm gonna do like you'll see it's like a
0: chip on your shoulder yeah that's what I have I feel like I have this chip on my shoulder because I have to constantly prove myself to myself like I have to prove that I'm not I'm not like my siblings. I'm not like mm-hmm. my parents. I'm not like my cousins because, I mean, in my family, the the, the addiction and the – the in prison, the gang mentality, like, that's all throughout my family, my cousins, right. my aunts, my uncles. So I ha- I have to constantly prove to myself that I'm not like them. And I think that's – the fact that I'm having to prove to myself is imposter syndrome because when yeah. you are – when you don't have imposter syndrome, you just have to just be you and just try hard. It's not like you have to prove to yourself that you're not a piece of shit. So right. I think that's that's why I I feel like I'm actually coming out of it because I've been living I I separated myself from my family. I I don't really talk to anybody too much. Right, um, right. I really I don't so it's just it's me, my husband, my son and then like you <laughs> I got a yeah. few other people in my life that I talk to. Which literally is, me too. Literally, yeah. It's like like a few people I talk to. And I think that's helping me get out of that imposter syndrome because when I was in my hometown and I and I see my family and I see who they are, it's a reflection of who I am because that is who I am. But it's yeah. like I don't have to constantly prove to myself that I'm not like them, which is like – Right. It's kind of fucked up to, to say it out loud because that's my family and I have siblings, but – to be honest, like, none of my siblings are really doing – my older ones, at least. Right. My younger ones, I am so hopeful for them. Like, I really hope I can model um, success for them so they can kind of take that same path. Unfortunately, right. they're in a fucked up situation, you know, with my stepmom still being on drugs. And yeah. Their home life fucking sucks, um, which sucks because I'm living here in my little bubble and my, my, my longer siblings are still living my past life. So, I mean, I, I do have some guilt, but I can't save everybody. Like, I know I can't. No, you like you can't, right. I can't. I can't save everybody. I have to save myself. And then I can hopefully bring in my younger siblings, bring in the next generation and help them out. But it's like I, it's being in that environment. It's that imposter syndrome, like, is exasperated because I'm more minded of yes. who I am. So I think removing yourself from whatever is triggering you to believe that you're not worthy and that maybe it's not family for you I don't it could be any type of environment that you're in it could just be with like a a boyfriend that's not supportive or a boyfriend that's like not working or like that's gonna want to be a fucking rapper but you want to be a a BCBA (laughs) Yeah. So you have this imposter syndrome because your fucking boyfriend's a rapper and you have to prove to yourself that you're not just, like, some some dumb chick. Like, no, let go of that fucking loser boyfriend that thinks he's going to be a rapper and he's 30 years old. Like, let him go. And Literally. maybe that imposter syndrome will, you know, ease off of you because you no longer have to prove to yourself when you're in this environment.
1: No, for sure. It's so interesting that you say that because I, I feel the same um, – my boyfriend has to tell me all the time, like, you know how different you are than your your family? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I do. But like I don't because I, I remember I had to work through this in therapy like really bad because um, towards the end of like when I was still living in the same house as my mother, I felt like people when I would be in public who didn't even know her would mm-hmm. see all of the awful things she's done, not just to me, but to my dad, my like her family, my brother, my sister. Like I felt like everything because she would mask it she was like getting really popular on tiktok actually like her tiktok got mom moved yeah i don't know like she would do like these weird like to do the dances she was like your mom fucking, yeah like i told my dad he could have used that to like baker act her. she looked like a fucking psychopath but
0: wait i needed wait um, one second what did your mom look like
1: me unfortunately
0: with the like, blonde so hair she, and so old so she's is she's is she pretty like is she still pretty
1: The thing is, like, I don't see her that way. So you can't tell us objectively. I know that we look alike because when I've seen pictures of us side by side, I can see it. And people have always told me I have her nose. I have my dad's eyes, but I do look like her. But I see her so ugly like i don't even know how to describe to you like i don't see her face okay, i feel like i don't see what other people see <laughs> we're guy,
0: we're guy friends like oh your mom's hot <clears throat> bitch this man was taking this bitch
1: was taking dick all the time from other men so obviously they fucking liked her but your friend she wasn't like, like your,
0: your your age friends were they're like your mom is hot
1: no no like he, she okay, wasn't was like, like, like okay, a hot mom because she okay, never not- like <laughs> she was one of those women who like let her body go with pregnancy like for sure okay. Um. So she, especially living in Miami, like you don't understand what hot moms look like here. Hot moms look like fucking oh Pamela no, I and li- Lucan, You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> I get it. I live in like so, LA County, so I get it. I see yeah, it's the like fucking the same body work.
0: That. Yeah, yes. like hot moms here, are, like hot. But I do think Miami is a little more pretentious, which is crazy because oh, LA is horrible. really fucking pretentious, no. but I think Miami's, Miami's more bad. Yeah. I so, think she it was
1: is. never like the hot mom, but like. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think I look like her and I, I don't think I'm, I'm just, ugly. I'm, so like, I don't think she's ugly. TikTok? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> anyway, she's doing like these TikToks, right? So she was like all over TikTok, all over Facebook. She, first of all, I tried, I don't know if I'm the reason her account got removed because I kept trying to report this because she would post like pictures <clears throat> of like my siblings and I when we were younger she would do those trends like post someone who saved your life and didn't know it like she was doing it for Uh, the attention and I was like bitch do you want to talk about how like you used to like you said you slapped me in the face once which I genuinely don't remember but you would like gloat about it and like tell people at parties because you wanted people to think it was cool that you slapped me across the face when I was seven like do you know what I'm saying like it's just like no so I felt like because the the world was seeing her. And I say that because she had like thousands of followers. Like I'm not saying that like as a joke. Like these are people that like all over the country that I did not know. were seeing right. her as like this amazing wife, this amazing mom. And then she was like posting about issues she was having in her marriage, making it look like right. my dad was abusing her, like physically mm-hmm. abusing her. He never has. Not that my dad is perfect. That's another episode. But like it was just right. crazy. So I felt like everything that was true of her, I was like everybody sees it on me. Like, I, if I am in public, like, people see all the truth about her on me, especially because I knew I looked like her and I was just, like – Right. And I had to, like, work through that in therapy because I felt the – greatest amount of shame that I've never felt before I was so embarrassed I felt Mm. so ugly I felt disgusting I Mm -hmm. felt so shameful and I was like why am I feeling this because I'm an empath so and I know that I learned that officially through therapy too that I am Mm -hmm. empathic which is I hate that about myself
0: Oh, yeah, I but for sure. So,
1: like, I felt like I'm, like, taking all this burden. So, like, I find that interesting that you said that because it's, like, yes, I'm from that environment, but I am not that. Like, that's not me. Right, But right. I feel like people see that as who I am and it's so hard for me to, like, move forward because I feel so undeserving of, like, passing this test or, like, yes. having the degrees that I have because I'm, like, oh, like, people, like, know who my family is and they, like, see it on me. And it's, like, they don't know who the exactly. fuck they are. like. <laughs>
0: You don't right? know, <laughs> no. My so my dad is like the. I, I'm from a small town, so my dad's like the local tweaker. Like he would, he'd be. <laughs> oh I, my god! Yeah, like no, like legit, like everybody yeah, knew. Like yeah, they know my, him. Chino, the Filipino—that's what they call him. Like I oh know God. Chino, like they knew. Like right now, he's in prison. But like in in Lompoc, he's the guy that is getting in fights. He's the guy on the bike with the backpack, the tweaker backpack oh with God. all the tweaker things inside. And like, because it's a small town, so we everybody yeah. knows everybody. So I understand like people like, oh, that's Chino's daughter so Chino's oh, kids yeah. we're gonna we're like the police knew who the Centinos are because of my dad because of my brother because of my siblings because the Centinos are fuck ups so that's right. that thing like that having that like connection of being someone's daughter makes you feel like oh like you already have this pressure of like this is who I am I'm Chino's daughter I'm gonna be a fuck up and like mm-hmm. I did live that life for a little bit of being Chino's daughter and being that rebellious right. person and being kind of a fuck up so now that I've not only have that impression of that's who I am and actually living that life of kind of being a fuck up and doing drugs and whatever, following that path and then now getting out of it years later and trying to be this BCBA supervisor that speaks, you know, whatever and and knows different words and trying to like prove myself is like that is the imposter syndrome of trying to Mm prove myself because I know who I used to be and who my dad is and who my family is. So I think it's really important to understand allow yourself to evolve and allow you and to know that you can be a completely different person in two, three years. Um, and I think if you can like kind of get past that and know that you're, you are evolving and you are changing, that can kind of help you get over that imposter syndrome.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And that is actually, cause there was like steps on the website and one mm-hmm. of them is to recognize your expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, so like like become a mentor to yourself basically and then like teaching others what you know and like recognizing like what your like area is that you are mastering and like just like where you are I think even just doing it with like because then another one says remember what you do well I think that's part of it too like it's really just reflecting on like who you are not like where you came from or who you used to be like who gives a fuck what your past was it's about like Mm -hmm. what you're doing right now
0: exactly Um, yeah yep no yeah I think that's a good like a good point to really like, I guess, get out of this, because I know we went on a tangent in the beginning. I know. <laughs> no, guys. Sorry I'm going to, have to talk about this again. No, but I think this is really a good takeaway for people that are dealing with imposter syndrome is um, recognizing exactly your strengths and and understanding that you are a separate person from your ideas and who you think you are, and you can kind of like use that as a motivation to keep going. Because um, a lot of times we're kind of stuck, like, oh, I'm just this. I'm just this not smart person. I'm just not like I don't come from anything or I don't belong here. And it's really easy to get stuck in this this um, thought loop of who you think you are. But really just understand, like, you do have – there is a reason why you're in the position you are today. There is a reason why you're studying for the exam. There is a reason why you are a BCBA. There is a reason why you're going to grad school. And it's because you took these steps to get you to where you're at. And you need to identify those steps that you took um Very- and kind of le- make help that lead you to like getting over like this imposter syndrome. I love that. Wait before we stop that, I wanted to read the inferiority complex in this story. Sub- oh, security. yeah. So Let's inferiority complex, yeah, is stagnation of growth, which difficulties seem to uh, Im- uh, be too immense to overcome. Um, being overcome by feeling lack of worth, feeling one never will be strong enough, feeling one one never be intelligent enough. I feel like that's the imposter syndrome. Um, so maybe right. I don't have that. Maybe I have the superiority complex, which is yeah. neurotics uh, repressed feelings of inferiority, belief that one is better than others. Yeah, I don't have that either. Feeling no one else is um, as athletically fit. Feelings one ideas are better than anyone else's. People behave uh arrogant extravagant then achievements so i don't think i have either of those um right i feel like they're I both think it's so th- extreme though right right like i feel I'm like somewhere in the middle can have a little
1: bit of both
0: yeah yeah exactly i remember in the theories of personality explained it um like i said if you were like a a fat kid and now you're like overcompensating with by being extra right, fit right. that's how i've learned in figaro complex but yeah maybe the some you lie somewhere in the middle <laughs> of that right maybe as
1: long as I'm not a narcissist, that's fine.
0: I know. I know. Okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Um, please subscribe to wherever you're listening now. If you're on Apple, give us a review. Rate us five stars, please. Um, yeah, and you can d- you can email us at abaonapod at gmail. You can d- DM us at abaonapod on Instagram. You can find me personally at Objective Outcomes you can find me at behavior with ash I will answer I'm not quitting Instagram I promise even though she hates Instagram yeah
1: I, d- I love the DMs
0: that I love but everything else I hate that's funny because that's what I don't love oh really <laughs> yeah I get so uh, I get so much um, anxiety when I have over like oh. nine DMs like fuck I gotta talk with people yeah <laughs> thanks for listening guys bye bye <laughs>